All right, welcome to another episode of the Goalkeeper Secrets Podcast with your host, Matt Rayla, where each and every episode I break down a goalkeeper secret that will help you maximize your potential. If you're ready to take your game to the next level and conquer the mental concepts of goalkeeping, then you're right where you should be. Thank you for listening. And uh, before we get started on the episode, I just want to let you guys know that you can visit my website at mgrkeeper.com for more information on on what I do. And if uh, you're in the Los Angeles area looking for goalkeeper training, that's where you'll find me. Uh, You can also just email me at mgrkeeper at gmail.com if you have any questions or you can um, hit me up on Instagram at mgrkeeperacademy or Facebook. You can just search my name, Matt Rayla or MJR Keeper Academy. Uh, so yeah, de- definitely hit me up if you have any questions uh, about anything that I'm talking about on the podcast or in goalkeeping in general. Uh, always happy to uh, answer anything that you have going on. And so I hope you are um, taking this time to develop yourself. Uh, I know for a lot of club teams and academies, Academies and colleges and stuff like that are on break right now. Uh, it's you know it's the winter, so you might not be in the full swing of things. Uh, but definitely take this time to improve some part of your game. Uh, that could be just going by yourself, grabbing a soccer ball and juggling. It could be grabbing some ladders, some cones, some hurdles, going out to a local park and working on your footwork and just keeping your conditioning up. Uh, keeping up your footwork, your goalkeeper fitness, which is super important. It's so hard to keep your goalkeeper fitness. I have a client that I'm working with and, you know, obviously he's been on break for the last couple of weeks. I was sick, so I wasn't able to train. And he came back and he was, we did a session. He was dead tired. Like he, he was just, could, barely could make it through the session. And, you know, it's not like we were doing a fitness session or anything like that. And so goalkeeper fitness I always say it's one of those things that you lose it right away if you don't train for a week or two weeks you lose your fitness and you got to basically start all over again and it's tough and it sucks and being goalkeeper fit is one of the hardest things to be fit for because it's all pyrometrics you know it's it's you're using your whole body and it's a full body workout so with that said, if you have downtimes from when you're not training with your teams, you're, you're, you know, you're not working with a trainer, private coach, uh, you should be working on your own, going to the park, doing some, at least do some running, some jump rope, things like that, just to keep your body moving. Because uh, you will lose your keeper fitness. And, and it's tough to get back. And it's never fun to have to work up that ladder again. All right, well, enough of that about that. Let's move on to the episode. Uh, So what I want to talk about today is having an impact. So as goalkeepers, you know, we react to what's going on on the soccer field. We're not creators. We don't create plays. I mean, we can. We can have influence on the game. You know, we, we have, we have, in theory, I mean, on paper, we have a small influence on the game. Yes, we could hit a side volley to a forward down the field and he can run onto it and score you know we can get an assist that way but it's it, that's pretty rare that's not going to happen all the time 
for the most part, as a goalkeeper, you are reacting to what's going on in front of you. You know, if there's a shot taken, you are reacting to it. If there's a play that's happening in front of you, a corner kick, cross, whatever, all that's happening in front of you, and then you make a decision on what to do after that. You're not a forward who's creating a play who's making the other team make a decision. Yes, you will have small uh, segments of time when you will be doing that. Goal kicks, punts, back passes, things like that. You do have influence, but it, in a large part, you're reacting most of the time. So with that said, how do you have an impact on the game if you are a reactionary player? So um, one of the ways you can have an impact on the game is through your communication. You know, you can point things out to your teammates uh, defensively and offensively. You know, let's say there's there's a goal kick and you have some time to, to communicate to your midfield. Or you can tell one of your defenders to, to communicate something up the line to the midfield or the forwards. Hey, uh, I want you to to uh, make a run on the left side. They, they're 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 right back is weak let's let's exploit that that left side um you know so you can have an impact on the through communication you can talk to your players and let them know what you see and and how you can change the game that way and you and you can influence uh your teammates uh you're almost like a coach on the field you're coaching forward you're coaching up the field and you can have an impact that way uh, also through your communication, you can have an impact by being loud and commanding and uh, uh, aggressive, you know, coming out for 1v1s, yelling keeper as loud as you can and scaring the forward to, to get out of your way or going up for a high ball or a cross corner kick where you're commanding that space and you come up high for that ball and you... Uh, you know, you, you command it and you yell keeper and you come up for the ball perfectly and you land. You're, com you're, you're having an influence and you're having an impact by letting the other team know that they're not going to get an easy ball out of the air. You know, crossing and high balls may not be the way that they can get a goal on your team. So they're, they're going to have to adjust to that. They might, they might decide, hey, we shouldn't cross the ball anymore. That keeper is too good in the air. Let's try something else. So in that way, you're impacting the game. You're, ch you're changing the course of what the other team is deciding to do. Uh, another way you can impact the game is by uh, your presence. So having a commanding and positive presence uh, can be super impactful. Uh, like I pointed out with coming out strong for 1v1s, high balls, crosses, but also how you speak to your teammates, how you react to uh, mistakes. So if you get scored on, how you react to that can have an impact on the game. If you have your head down low and you're you look defeated and you look like you know you just don't want to be there, that's going to impact the game negatively. The other team's going to see that and be like, "Oh, we got him. Let's, let's go harder at him." Or after you get scored on, you know it may not even be your fault. It might have just been a great goal or it was a penalty kick or something. But you had your head up and you're looking at your teammates and you're 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 pushing them on and you're you're cheering them on and you're clapping your hands and you're like you have positive energy and you're you're loud and uh you're commanding your teammates are going to want to work for you they're like okay let's snap back into to action let's get focused the other team's 
going to be like, whoa, like, you know, I don't know if we can get another goal on this guy. Like, this guy has it together. Like, this is going to be tough. So now they're starting to doubt themselves if they can even stay in the game. Uh, so you you can have impact in these other ways besides uh, creating like you would a forward. You know, you're not creating plays and goals. You are stuck in your box, but through communication, through presence, um, through your through being positive and commanding uh, after a mistake is made, those are all things that have a big impact on the game. And you probably don't realize how much of an impact that has. And your teammates might, might not even consciously um, think that they have that impacts them. But I think subconsciously that impacts everyone on the field. And you have to be aware of that. Uh, you have to be aware of how you react to things and showing your emotions. So if you show negative emotions throughout the whole game, that's gonna negatively impact your team and it's gonna positively impact the opposing team. They're gonna feed off of that negativity and they're gonna come at you and they're gonna be like, oh, we have more confidence now. This keeper is done, like he's mentally checked out. Let's keep going. And instead of a keeper that's like mentally checked in, they're focused, nothing phases them they, they don't get rattled uh and and they keep fighting that's what you want for from a goalkeeper and that's what you want to present yourself as when you're on the field after the game when you step off the field yeah then you can be uh you know frustrated and you can let your emotions out and you can have doubts and 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 all that stuff but don't show that on the field don't bring that with you on the field save that for after the game when you can uh, get feedback from your coaches and your teammates and you can talk it out and work things out but in the middle of a game you don't have time for that and you can't let the other team see that so being relentless during a game relentless pursuit of, of winning and, and being the best that you can be and showing your true potential uh, all super important stuff so as a young goalkeeper if you you know if you're 12 to 16 17 years old, that's something to think about. Think about your presence and how you talk on the during a game. How that impacts your teammates and how it impacts yourself. You know, if you if you make a mistake and then you react positively and you you cheer your teammates on, that's going to keep you going. That's going to help you stay focused and not worry about the goal that was just scored. You're going to move on from that. You're going to have short-term memory and you're going to keep going strong. And that's what we, that's what coaches want from a goalkeeper they want a goalkeeper that's confident even after making a mistake or letting a goal go in remain confident remain cool remain calm remain collected and continue to have an impact on the game because you can you're capable of having an impact on the game and you know you want your 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 speech you know your your talking and your body language to show that, to show that impact that you're trying to have. Um, so yeah, that's all I got for you guys for this episode. Uh, remember that you do have an impact on the game, even though you're reacting to what's happening in front of you. Use your moments to have an impact. A ball goes out of play, start communicating with your teammates, start having an impact, start pointing things out. Uh, you know, you, you, you definitely have that power to do that.
Uh, so yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, again, you can find me on uh, my website at mgrkeeper.com. Oh yeah, and also I am releasing a newsletter soon called Commanding the Pitch, which is for all soccer players. And it's about uh, how to um, basically conquer the world of youth soccer and how to navigate that world. So uh, I will be releasing that soon. If you want to sign up for that, go to my website. Um, and on the homepage, there'll be a link to subscribe. Uh, I haven't released the first newsletter yet, but I will. Uh, so definitely go check that out. I'm excited for it. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. And as always, patience plus persistence plus gratitude equals abundance. Peace.